Ah, that beautiful, beautiful theme music. Welcome to What the Dice, episode 10. You don't know who I am? My name is Dan the GM, and I am the caretaker and creator of this mad, mad world that you are listening to. Well, enough about me. Let's get on to what you're here for, and that is episode 10, and to find out what's going on. We sit in an empty campsite. The fire in front of us, slowly dying. There is no sign of the storyteller. We have been sitting here for nearly 30 minutes. As we begin to stand to leave, we hear rustling. Gripping our sword, we turn. Out from the woods, comes the storyteller. In his hands, a few logs, dried from the day. Walking over, he begins to set the kindling back in. Setting a log carefully, he fans the flame, getting it up to a roar. Dusting his hands on his cloak, he looks at us. Ah, me friend. Welcome. I hope you haven't waited too long. Well, as you remember, our team is sitting in the Dark Swamp, also known as the Cursed Swamp. Something has touched Kalila's mind, invading her with whispers. We know what those whispers are, but will Kalila share it with the team? How much more must they endure in this Dark Swamp? Cobalt's curses and traps galore but no sign of the priestess well sit back my friends let me tell you more of their story So with Nightland's green eyes going black, Clyde started to shake her. Uh, what did you want to do, Defibulous? Uh, now being, being told that her eyes has gone black, he's kind of looking concerned, not sure what to do at the moment. Okay. Kalila. Your vision starts to come back in, and you see Clyde kind of holding you and kind of lightly shaking you. You don't feel like anything happened to you, but you still have the remnants whispering in your head. Kalila's probably before she's fully back would be murmuring, whispering what she heard in her head. So I don't know if you want me to... Perception check, Clyde and Defibulous. Eleven. Nope. Sixteen. No, I got an eleven. 
Okay, yeah, you're also right on top of her. Uh, yeah, you hear it. So she would be murmuring, "Beware the enemy of the gods." Well, that's scary. <laughs> And then she's gonna probably kind of focus back in and look at, like, tilt her head with, like, an ear half flat, the other ear up, like, why are you so close to me? Well, young lady, your eyes, uh, went black and weren't a little crazy, like, looking, so I wasn't sure what was going on, so we decided to, you know, shake and... A little bit trying to bring you back to your senses, but you were muttering something slightly frightening of uh, beware the enemy of the gods. So, you know, that's a little how to interrupt him a bit and go, Yeah, I heard a voice saying the mist holds a darkness, beware the enemy of the gods. Okay, so yeah, when you put it that way, and you know, the enemy of gods uh, is in there. So, let's hope we don't. Um, Wake him up. I mean, it's not as like dire to me as a oh a steam alarm going off about to explode, but it sounds not good. She's gonna kind of just pseudo glance back towards the tree because she's been suspicious of this tree the entire time. And go, maybe we should get away from this tree quickly. Yeah, I kind of feeling like the tree is a bad thing, considering I'm not a god. Smirk and go, no, you just follow one. This is very true. I do. And she is amazing. Yeah. So do we push <laughs> forward quickly or do we backtrack? Well, I have a question for uh, Mr. GM. If I would go... Whoops. If I would go here, is that too far close to the cliff underneath? There is a wall there. You'd be inside the wall. There's enough space for you guys to pass by safely from the tree. So just go ahead and move to where you guys are at. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep a, a hand on Clyde since he's meeting. Since I got, like, mind bougied for a little bit. Just in case they go mind bougie, he should, in theory, be able to tell quicker. Yep. All right. I'm going to come over here and then go over here. All right, so continue on your track. As we do. So as you are making your way along this route, you notice that the forgotten ones in the trees are up higher. They are encompassed in branches and leaves, clearly hiding from something. You don't hear any rustling, and you don't see any, like, any signs that anyone is directly around you. I mean, honestly, I'm not really surprised about that, since we just found the enemy of the gods. I'm going to reveal some more of the map for you guys. There you go. Would I be able to see a little farther? 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, you go here. No, there. Oh, excuse me. There you go. What about this area over here? Where's over here? 
Draw me a circle. Oh, there you go. Thank you. So. Okay, we probably couldn't see behind that cliff, but. Eh. There's only so much I can do with squares. Okay. We see through all. So as you guys are continuing in the swamp, you start to hear off in the distance the sound of running water. Kalila would recognize this as the sounds of a waterfall. She will clearly point that out going, I hear a waterfall that way. It must be nearby. It sounds like it is to the east. Clyde well, still has the torch, so I'm encouraging him to go that way. Since we are here to explore, and we have a destination that sounds like it, let us explore that way. Move your pieces. We are moving our pieces this way. Oh, wrong one. So off in the distance, Kalila and Short Round, you notice a pristine and clean lake. The water is shimmering um, and moving. Kalila can hear the sounds of the waterfall louder. I will continue to encourage uh, Clyde in this direction and let him know that there is a ramp and definitely some clear water ahead. Testing, can I you guys will... hear me? Yes. Now we can. Okay. I will make my way towards this direction, holding her hand if she so desires. No, oh, we're away from the tree. Thank you. Thank you. We can always just tie rope around ourselves again. Oh God, no, not the <laughs> rope. So as you guys approach this naturally forming ramp, you see this picturesque waterfall. The light, airy mist coming off of the rocks at the bottom. Uh, footprints of different creatures have that have used this for water, things like that. Oh, I am totally pointing out the footprints because there has not been a single sign of actual animal life in here. Yes, can we decipher what footprints we have? Kalila, roll survival or, yeah, survival. Okay. 26. You see the footprints of rabbit, deer, elk, raccoon, some... All normal animals. Yeah, some footprints that you don't recognize but could probably guess it's the creatures that are hiding in the trees based on the how long and bony the, the footprints look like. You also notice a footprint that has three large distinct toes. Okay, what does that mean to me? You would recognize it as a kobold footprint. And there's several of them. It looks like they might fill up water bottles or they stop here to get fresh water. I will point out that we seem to be exiting maybe the swamp and point out all the animal tracks, but then point out the cobalt track specifically and let everyone know we should be on our guard since cobalt's around, but we seem to be in the right direction. Sounds good to me. 
you also notice that those kobold footprints move up the ramp and disappear into the long grass that is coming off of that hill. I will, uh, Clyde, wait here for a second. Let me silently move up that ramp to see if I can see anything. The tracks disappear in the tall grass. A quote has entered my mind that is copyrighted, probably. Do not go into the long grass. What is that from? Right? Uh, Sounds like Jurassic Park. It's Lost World. Or one of them. Hmm. Okay. I don't right. remember it. Gonna get eaten by raptors. Exactly. It's when... So, I am going to, as stealthily as I can, if I have to crouch, I am a cat, you know, quietly move up this ramp to see what I can find while trying to remain hidden as best as I can. Roll your stealthy stealth. I can't find it on my... There it is. I knew it was there. I just couldn't see it. So it was hiding from you? It was... Hold on. I'm mathing. Uh... Moment when your stealth stealth's on you. 28 for stealth. So you get up there relatively silently. Short round and hold keep. If you didn't know where she was, she would if you wouldn't have known where she went, you would have lost her in this tall grass. Kalila, roll me a perception. Dirty twenty. So with that dirty twenty, you notice that the long grass has been trampled down as if it would have been stepped on a lot. So a route that has been walked quite a bit seems to make its way across the small pond edge. And you have more vision to see. Yup. Oh. I will just open the rest of this up for you. So as you watch... As you watch this trail... Let me try this again. As you look for this trail, you notice that it disappears slowly around the bank. You're able to pick it back up rather quickly because the grass that is trampled down is pretty, like, down. Like, it, this is a well-used footpath. It goes around the small lake and disappears into the thick brush of the woods. The mist up here is completely gone. It seems like the clean water keeps this area mist-free. Okay. I'm going to take a couple of rounds mm -hmm. to slowly survey the entire area and that wooded area that I should be able to see. Uh, for any signs of any movement of cobalt specifically mm -hmm. before I summon everybody up. Go ahead and roll. Eighteen. You are good. You see nothing that is a threat. The blackness. Okay. With 
seeing nothing and feeling that it is very safe, I'm going to just stand up and motion the guys up. Lily shall go and join her. Ikuri has stood up. So, Clyde and Defibulus, up here the air is clean. It doesn't smell like a swamp anymore. It almost smells... Oh, it smells like a the fresh water on a creek with that mist coming from the waterfall. The grass is slightly damp to the touch, and you see this trail of tropped down high grass as well. I'll point out the trail and go, that's definitely well used by kobolds. I we're following to see where the kobolds took our pre our priestess. Follow that. That's you guys pretty. Hear me? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's pretty impressive. You can tell all that just by looking at this. Smile. Mm-hmm. Well, I know nothing of your weird stick. Gun. Not what that's called. Hey, this is more of a blunderbuss, but yeah. Blunder bust? Yep. I know bust to be a different thing. A different kind. Boomstick. Ah, boomstick works too. I would love to get a cartridge rifle though. What? Cartridge rifle. Uses cartridges, not gunpowder in a ball. Just gonna look uh-huh. at his weapon very oddly. You'll have to educate me about this later. Oh, I'd happily like to educate you then. For a brief moment, her eyes just kind of go wide with this like slight ear twitch of "Oh God, no!" But she doesn't say anything. The fabulous is all excited now. Focus back on the trail and slowly start making my way, following it while staying alert, since we're kind of visible. So I'm going to go ahead and move you guys to the next map. Give me a moment to reveal what you guys can see. All right. So as you guys come out of the thick woods, the sun is now setting again. The area around here is thick with the smell of smoke and something cooking. Kalila will be sniffing the air. Obviously sniffing the air. Yeah. Well, it is so thick in the air, you can't help but notice it. Oh, okay, fine. Well, mm, okay. okay, then what do we smell? The smell of something cooking, you're not entirely sure what. The smell of hardwoods burning, so that, that very thick smoke. And there is several piles of smoke billowing into the air where it's clear that someone is burning moist wood. Um, I think we're close to a a camp. 
So what I'm going to do to make this a little easier is I'm going to reveal the whole map. So give me one moment. I'm going to use the hack to clear the fog of war. You know what? I'm going to roll to intimidate the fog of war. No, because it's already gone. Okay. Aww. I deny your intimidation roll. Use your intimidation roll on the DM. So, keep in mind, you guys are still only seeing what's in front of you to your vision. I'll... We're in a tree. Yeah. Who's in a tree? We're all in trees. You're technically in the brush, so... Yay, trees. Uh, okay. Keep in mind, what's going on with right now is... I open this up so you guys have some options. Um, there's going to be a couple different ways you can guys can tackle this. You can sneak around and do whatever, or figure out what you want to do. Figure out what you want to do, right? Um, so oh. if you guys want to talk out your idea, I will continue working on what I'm working on. So how do we want to uh, tackle our 15 foot walls, spicks, and well, Cobalt probably will have lookouts. This seems to be kind of a camp of theirs. I would say not Look, the main gate. I, I'm going to tell you all this right now. If I move, they're going to hear me. Yeah, that's obvious. These boots are made for killing, Stomping. not for stealth. So we definitely do not want to try just waltz waltzing through the front gate. That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, but him, he's not going to be able to sneak around very well. So no matter what, at some point, why don't we try and, I don't know, lure them? Or... Oh, I can, uh, if you guys can hide, I can stand, I can just like walk up and sit down. And wait for them to notice me and be like, uh, there's some Honestly, dude sitting down. They're just going to summon all of them and attack you as a mob. No, no, no. Do you think that it would summon all of them if one random thing would come up and sit down? Or do you feel like just a few of them would be like, um, what is that? And go investigate. I think they're going to mob you. Well, that's why you're there to, in stealth, to attack them after they come. So you want to be bait to lure some of them down so we can gradually attack. I mean, it's either that or we walk up somewhere. What about we strip him? We strip Clyde down to nothing and and just go through the trees. Well, it's nighttime. They're going to be going to sleep soon. What if we wait for most of them to be asleep, and we, with my arrows, we could get their tents on fire. It would create a massive diversion and we could kill them off slowly. Alright. That sounds good too. I'm down for setting stuff on fire. There's plenty of things to set on fire out here. I mean... Tents, uh, trees, uh, grass. I kill could... things, but not really an act, you know. <laughs> Evil things must die. Well, it looks like... I'm assuming that we're going to be able to figure out where most of them are sleeping 
by like nosing around in the forest. Well, I can shoot fire arrows as well. Well, do we want to stay together or do we want to create two different diversions and meet somewhere? Uh, you guys will definitely have the advantage on shooting flaming arrows. That's kind of outside my range. Yeah, but when they do notice us and come over, you'll be able to give us support. You're doing great, guys. Keep it up. I mean in shooting them if they come to us. Right. Thank you. Alright. Map is all corrected. Alright, and those posts yeah. are... So now that fire is only 15 feet tall? wide. Tall Jurassic Park, man. Yep. Tall grass, tall fences. Okay, how do you want to do this? Well, you might not have been listening, but we were going to set things on fire. Defibulous will... So, guys, where do you want me positioned so I can give you the support you need when you start setting things on fire? Well, there's a nice tree just outside of the edge of the forest by their tents. We could take cover there and set their tents on fire. Or, there's a guard on the top of that rock. If we took position up there, it would give us plenty of range to set multiple things on fire, but they might notice us faster. I hate to bring up the, uh, you know, some damp, damp gunpowder, but um, I don't climb very well. We can help you. Oh, that's a relief. Yeah, but then he can't get down well if he needs to. Unless All right. We're so the tree? I could move into the trees and fire from in the trees onto the, at the kobolds. I mean, take a while to figure out where I'm at, I think. Especially if you're setting them on fire. I think that's, a good, idea. Let's I just think do that's that. a good idea, too. And I can help hide you so you're harder to see. If you only had some kind of mage that could cast some kind of spell that makes you hard to see, invisible as it were. Also, I'm going to get Hugin out. Uh, Screw you and your speeder. Right, I love my speeder. Screw you. And see how he can assist me in this, too. Alright, let me get you a spitter. I want to see a picture of your speeder. She has yet to give me one, so I don't know. <laughs> That's because you pick on her speeder. Of course. Uh, what kind of speeder do you need? Not the kind that dropped down from the ceiling of the car on top of you while driving? Yeah, pretty much. So, I was thinking, guys, of like trying to hide like right in this kind of area, right around here. What do you think? Yeah, I should be able to hide you well, and if Clyde and I take position by that tree over there, the one that's sticking out a little bit. I'm, that would, no, you don't I, like that? Maybe too close for me because they will hear me. Ah, so maybe then over here. No, no, no. if you get that close 
and I get. Then you can give support to whoever needs it, and you can fire what you need to fire too. Can you check roll twenty to see if you can move the move Yukin around? Try. Yes. Is it in here, or has that spider gotten bigger? <laughs> no, but Hugin Hugin is a uh, considered small, I think. Medium? Come on. Looks like a lava spider. It was an orange spider, that's all I got. He's small. So he's probably I think he's like what, like a foot or two? He's a pretty beefy sized spider, I mean. Yeah, I think oh. he would span like two feet. And I'm I'm not hundred percent sure. I can't ride him. He's not big enough for me to ride. You only Dude. I want a spider I can ride that I can shoot from the back of as I go. So go ahead and move y'all pieces into position. That good where you guys want me? I'm not sure. One more up, Clyde. Yeah, I'm not sure how close I can get before they might notice me. I'm pretty loud. But huh? you can also take as much time as you need to get into position. Yes. This is not a combat round. This is literally, if you take quarter, like if you're noisy and you literally go at quarter speed, I'm not going to make you roll anything just because you are literally taking every bit of time you need to make sure you do this safely. All right, I will. I will do that because my, my stealth is very, very bad. So I will. I will take as much time as I can. So I do have a question: Is that torch yes. lit? <laughs> no. Okay. Once we got out of the fog, like you said, the fog was gone. Is when. Sorry, I should have said that. Oh, I, I took off the torch. Okay. Where did you put it after you put it out? Did you like stuff it in your bags? Drop it on the ground. I thought Clyde had been storing it in her backpack. Well, Clyde had it last. Ah. My bad. Okay. So what'd you do with it, Clyde? <laughs> I put it in my bag after I put out all the coals. Okay. Perception check, please. 15. Just him? Yeah, just him. What'd you say? 15. So, your bag feels lighter than you expected when you got close to the cobalt camp. See, that's really hard to think about considering how strong I am and how little my bag weighs. It's still, you, that's why you rolled. You noticed. Okay. It's a little bit lighter. Yeah. Gotcha. You can't guess, but it just, it feels lighter than it did. Either you're getting stronger or something is missing. Or multiple things. It's hard to say. Yep, or multiple things. So, you guys are all in position? Yes. Alright. 
So, at the... We are going to start with the top of the player list. The Fibulous. Actually, hold that thought. I need to do a quick count of who I have. All right. So. What do you want to do? The Fibulous. Synchronize. Oh. I was going to say synchronized shooting. Everybody at once. Yeah, pretty much. So they don't know where all the arrows are coming from. Uh, before we start shooting, uh, are there any of the kobolds in the tents near us? Preferably, like, this guy that I've, I'm pointing my arrow mm -hmm. at. Is he, like, wandering around the, the camp? They are. The tents They are wandering around. They're being kobolds. Some of them are eating and walking. Some of them are looking at something shiny in their hand. Can we wait until they go to bed? You can wait and see if they go to bed. I believe that was originally discussed as waiting for them to go to sleep. Yep, waiting to see if any of them go to sleep or at a good time when most of them have decided to go and rest or of that variety. Yeah, their guard is lowest. Uh, Clyde, what's your sight range? 60, it's just normal. All right. So, perception check from everyone since you guys are all watching. 21. 17. Wow. 27. Yeah, wow. Uh, what was yours, uh, Defibulous? One second, I can't math, apparently. 26, my bad. Right. So you all notice something interesting about these kobolds. Do you, rem you remember the village and how they looked, how their eyes were sunken in, their scales didn't have a luster, and they walked around as if they were being puppeteered? Desiccated yes. kobolds, yay. You see this again, but worse. Any of them that had any color in their scale, it is faded to where it is only a remnant. They shuffle around at a normal pace, but they don't fully pick up their feet. The meat that they're eating, even though it's cooked, it's more like it is charred on the outside. The ones that you can see eating when they bite into it, blood spills out. The whole time you watch, they continue to shuffle around in this almost pathway. So, like, they'll go from A to B, B to C, then back to A. So they're very rigorous in what they're doing. No. It's more like planned. They're they are regimented. This is spot yeah, A. Yeah, yeah. You are tailored to go to spot B. You're tailored to go to spot C. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. So I guess in hmm. this 
This changes things. If everybody can see that, it changes things. I will try to recall everybody. Alright, seeing that he's trying to recall people, I will go to him, since he's the noisiest. So, you guys all pull back into the safety of the woods. Still can hear them shuffling, and even when they talk, it's almost this... And then it just stops. And then it walks away. Then... A few minutes later, it almost sounds like the exact same conversation. Mm, question. Yes. Are they speaking Draconic? Uh, let me look that up. That is a good question. Yes, they are speaking Draconic. Uh, what are they saying then? Do you speak Draconic? Yes, I do. You hear them say... The fresh meat is here. The other one goes, um, has the chief already eaten? The other one says, no. And then the it seems to almost be in a 10-minute loop, maybe 15, between this conversation. I shall relay the conversation to everyone quietly. Hmm. And do they, like, keep saying it? Or is it just once? It, they seem to kind of say it, you know, say it for a moment. A few minutes go by, they repeat. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to be going in, I don't know, ten-minute cycles or something. Pretty close, yeah. Alright, then I feel like we might be able to actually circumvent some of these guys if we move slowly and take a I know it'll take some time, but walk around the camp because if they're like almost like drones, if we attack one, they're all probably gonna know. If we um, want, I'm the quietest and have the most skills sneaking through the trees. So I can go through and go up north and see what I see and report back. Let's do that. All right. So where are you going on the map, Kalila? Far, far north. Alright, I need you to roll. One, two... I am going to stay technically what would be the literally far edge of the map. Okay. Like, in very, like, if I have to take an extra couple of minutes to get there, I'm staying in the trees on the... So you're basically taking 20. Yeah. Alright. So as you go through, you notice that the conversations seem to be in a loop, but their movements do not. They do seem like they're on some kind of patrol, but they stay in that muddy-looking mire that they're in. As you okay. get closer to the group of campfires, you notice burning on... I will give you a little marker on roll 20. Have a... Freehand. We'll make it yellow. Right here. You see something interesting. You see a kobold. Probably an older one. Maybe an adult. Maybe just slightly in that elder stage. 
they are skewered onto that cooking pike and they are being cooked alive but they are not screaming in pain they are just almost quietly accepting it yeah that's fucking creepy mm, rotisserie mm, to the north you see some humans something doesn't seem right about them they are standing chains on their neck the ground below them soaked in blood and human bits or humanoid bits and they seem eerily calm can you can i see their eyes or their faces go ahead and roll perception What? 16. 16. So the one closest to you, you notice that his eyes have been gouged out and it looks like his tongue has been removed. Barbaric. All right. I'm going to try and, though disgusted at what I see, view past it. Like, there's the campfire that I see. What do I see past it? So just past the campfire. This guy is actually in the wrong position. Give me a moment. Let me move him to where he should be. You see a kobold using a axe. Like a, a logger's axe. And he is hacking away at some kind of humanoid form. Almost, you would recognize it as he is butchering meat. But he is not just doing it skillfully. He is just hack, 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 rip. Hack, 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 rip. Okay. It's, and then past that, you see a white robe covered or in splotches of the mud and there's blood. It looks like there are, from a distance, it almost looks like bloody handprints, like, you know, on the arms where they were grabbed. So right here. Yep. yep. In the cage. And you see the priestess kneeling. Her staff is in front of her and it looks like it has been destroyed. Cut to pieces and set ablaze and left in front of her. She seems as if she is exhausted. Her hands are cupped gently in her lap and her head is down. You still see that she has her skin color. She doesn't look like everyone else. But she just looks... She has her eyes at least. Yeah. They haven't been gouged no, out. No, she looks like she... Besides being exhausted and maybe roughed up a little bit, she looks like she is in health. She is in good health. She's not like the other humans. Correct. Okay. Alright. Do I notice any... How many... Seeing her, I'm gonna obviously willpower to like not instantly do anything because I have to go report to my, my friends. But I'm going to survey the area to see, like, how many kobolds I can count, what the security is like, and 
take that moment so I can report back into good uh, strategic opportunity areas to like try and rescue her. Like, there's a tree line behind her. Does it look like I can maybe get there? It looks like you might be able to get there, but you would be cutting it very close to the camp and where the three people tied to the pikes are. And you don't know okay. what they would do if you got close. Or if they heard us. Yeah, they might be stupid and start um, screaming. From where you see, you can see... Two, three, four, five, six, seven... So you see eight kobolds on the west side, counting the one to the north, and the ones in the tents. In the center of the camp, you see a large wooden throne with a kobold lounging on the end, on the inside. In his hand, he spins what looks like a polished short sword. Below him, a kobold dressed in pieces of old armor, some of which bear worn and scratched off symbols of different deities. You know about the one that is on the stone that you passed in the beginning. But other than that, you're not entirely sure of how many other kobolds there are. Alright. I'm going to make my way back quietly, the same way I came. Back to my peoples. Okay. Coming back out of the forest, I saw the priestess and she's still alive. But the other humans that I have found up there don't have a very good fate. They're humanoid. Uh, you couldn't identify humanoids. I, I, yeah, the, the humanoids. There's more of them up there. It looks like they just eat anything they capture, including people. And they're elderly. Huh. I mean, unfortunately, that's very efficient of them. Yeah, there was an older one that was piked over a fire and just wasn't screaming. He was literally being cooked alive and didn't seem to care. That's disturbing. Yeah, and they butcher everything just to eat it. But the priestess is in a cage and she'll report the rest of everything she saw. Wow. Well, now the question is if these guys are like the ones we fought in the town, I mean, those guys were pretty durable. They don't they didn't drop like the ones we fighting in the swamp. Very true. Um, I would say then we almost go back to the original plan with one exception of Nightland. Um, stinking up as close as safely as possible to the priestess and we start while she tries to rescue so you want to play down here as a diversion and i sneak up and try and get her out of the cage i mean that's our ultimate goal is to get her safely back so i'll fire some arrows as i go to set other things on fire to create more diversions give myself some quite literal smoke coverage if i need it yep I mean, if we gather some um, leaves quick and start a fire out here as well, and then fire arrows in there, and then move and shift as much as we can. Yeah, 
Well, I'll have Hugin with me, so you stay with short round. <laughs> All right, feel on Hugin. All right, so it sounds like you guys have some type of plan. Yep. Ah, me friends, it's time for us to say goodbye. Our adventuring party has found themselves into the cobalt cap, hidden within the swamp itself. They have spied many gruesome things. But most importantly, they have found the priestess, seemingly in good health, but locked in a cage. Next time, we will continue, and I will tell you what happened next. As for now, it is time for us to say goodbye. And remember, my friends, pray to the dice gods so they may bless your every role. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 